WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Much of New York City is just as vulnerable to flooding now as it was when Sandy hit in 2012. As part of our Sandy 5th anniversary coverage, WNYC's Robert Lewis took a look at one of the highest profile projects, a green barrier on the Lower East Side. It's still not broken ground and has already become less ambitious. In June 2014, Mayor Bill de Blasio and other officials stood in a public housing complex on the Lower East Side and announced an ambitious plan to prepare for the next big one. The beauty of this project is we are working to ensure that we fight against the floodwaters before they happen. The federal government had brought top engineers and architects together to pitch resiliency projects. The big winner, something called the Big U, a 10-mile U-shaped barrier hugging the bottom half of Manhattan. New York City will receive $335 million. Then U.S. Housing Secretary Sean Donovan announced the feds would help fund the first phase, a 2.4-mile stretch along the Lower East Side. Come on. The whole team, come on. Stand up, guys. The firm behind the plan is renowned Danish architects the Bjork Ingels Group, known as BIG. Jeremy Siegel is a senior designer. So the idea was, how can we make that protective infrastructure something that works 365 days a year to make the waterfront a better place? Big basically designed a levee with trees and recreation space to act as a barrier during a storm and a stunning new park space the rest of the time. The architects originally wanted to build as many as three new walkways over the FDR Drive. They also planned to widen two existing bridges, all so the community could use the park. But five years after the storm, and the project is still just lines on paper, which is scary for people like Trevor Holland. He lives in an affordable housing complex in the densely packed neighborhood. I do remember standing in the lobby being very nervous, especially when the uh, walls caved in on the side and the water rushed in. It, it was something surreal to see the, the East River actually in our building. There were sparks, an explosion, and then a power outage which trapped residents in high-rise buildings for days. I don't think any building along the waterfront in the Lower East Side was prepared for what was about to happen. Holland is on a joint community board waterfront task force. At first, the timeline in public presentations promised the city would break ground in June 2017. Then, the date disappeared from those PowerPoints and was replaced with that dreaded three-letter acronym, TBD. I saw a change to TBD or to be decided, and my reaction was pure frustration of this not being done as promised. Holland says he feels no more prepared today than five years ago when Sandy hit. We know what can happen now, and the fact that we don't even have temporary solutions is a bit troublesome. The delay isn't the only concern. We see them actually scaling back in the promises that they've made to community members. Ceci Panetta works for the good old Lower East Side a community advocacy organization. Those new walkways, the ones that were going to give many public housing residents a way to get to the park, the city dropped them from the plan. One of the primary desires for this project was to have multiple access points, so community members definitely are not happy. But cost estimates forced the city to cut some features. 
Dan Zerilli is the city's chief resiliency officer. We have a budget and we're trying to work that and make choices. At the same time, access to the park is really important to us. The city will still upgrade two existing bridges. As for the delay, Zerilli says the city, which is kicking in more than $400 million, has moved as quickly as possible. We've been working really extensively with the community in order to get this to the right project that we can implement. Implement is a key word, and it's why in many ways the Lower East Side is lucky. At least the project is funded and moving forward. Many of the city's other resiliency projects are not. In fact, you won't really hear people talk about the whole Big U anymore, the barrier that was supposed to go down and around the bottom of Manhattan. The Big U might actually just be half a J. City Councilman Mark Traeger is chair of the City Council's Recovery and Resiliency Committee. We have studies now. We have many great studies and great pictures, but we don't have the funds to complete these projects. The city now says it will break ground on the Lower East Side project in early 2019. Robert Lewis, WNYC News. This report is produced in collaboration with Peril and Promise, a public media initiative on the human impact of climate change from WNET.